Hi, welcome to the Total Fit Boss Chick Podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Parks, and joining me today is Tally Miller. Now, she teaches high performers how to harness the power of your story to build a personal brand with impact. Now, today we're discussing how to gain clarity in your story and why it's important to build a personal brand right now. We're also discussing how to figure out your messaging pillars and how to dominate them, how to simplify your messaging and identify your superpowers. And we're going to talk about the top mistakes solopreneurs are making and how we can avoid them. Life is too short. Try to run a business and balance what you love. I'm your host, Brittany Parks, a former corporate marketing drone and certified life coach turned mompreneur who got fed up with the mom guilt that comes from trying to have the perfect work-life balance. Why can't we have a fit life and a fit business? I'm here to make it easier to be your own boss and enjoy your life. Tune in every Thursday for new episodes. We're going all in with interviews with industry leaders, entrepreneurs, risk takers, coaches, and side hustlers, along with solo episodes with yours truly to provide actionable tools, tactics, processes, and even case studies so you can discover how to create, maintain, and or grow a total fit lifestyle you deserve. You're listening to the Total Fit Boss Chick Podcast. Welcome to the show, Tally. Thank you so much. It's so great to be here. I am so glad to have you here. Now, Tally, research says that 543,000 new businesses are founded every month. And just last year, it was over 30 million new businesses started. Now, 70% of those businesses are solopreneurs. And as a solopreneur, we have to be clear on our brand. Here's a big question for you, Tally. How can we gain clarity in our personal brand? Yes. Great question. First of all, I feel like we're in the most exciting time probably in human history because we have more option now than ever to a multiple six and seven figure solopreneur. Yes. And I think I'm going to the next 10 years are going to birth even more than that. So first you want to be clear on what a personal brand is and how to actually get started. I dub it the brand of you. How do you build the brand of you? And this is applicable by the way, for establishing entrepreneurs and employees as well. It's really about creating more authority for you in your career. And if you want to make the leap from nine to five to being an entrepreneur, personal brand, critical. I think I was reading somewhere that it gives the employee power. It gives you is over 550%. It gives you a hell of a lot more of the LTK, the like, trust, no factor. So first you want to get clear on your why, what, how, and who. So why do you want to have a personal brand? What do you want to achieve with it? Who are you talking to? And how are you going to achieve those things? Second phase of that is you want to figure out what niche you're going to go into. So we hear a lot about this being micro niche. You basically want to make sure that you have a category, a keyword, right? Mm-hmm. That you're going to be participating in based on your expertise, passion, skill set, what you would do for free, how you can see yourself building a business, what you can teach 10% better than somebody else. That's called your 10% edge. Mm-hmm. Then you want to figure out your ICA, your ideal target avatar, your ideal customer avatar, who you're actually going to be talking to within that specific niche. Then you would want to establish your values, mission, and DNA, your unique perspective, what kind of validates that 10% edge. 
and what sets you apart, which is what we call in the branding world, your positioning, mm-hmm. and then differentiation. Like why should people care? Why you, why now? And they're tough questions to ask but you've got to be able to stand really firm in your resolve. I think the biggest shift I see with people that I work with is they're not quite confident enough or sure to stand and present themselves as a brand because they've either been behind a brand or they've been behind a title or they've been behind something. So Mm -hmm. making that leap, it's I'm a background singer. Now I'm becoming front stage and I am the artist. That's a long walk. You've got to traverse a lot. So, because there's a different level of responsibility. So how do I do that? How do we take that leap? How do we take that leap? So first you've got, it's a mindset thing. Like I'm going to do this and I'm willing to do whatever it takes to double down on myself and my dreams. Mm -hmm. And then you inform yourself with information. You do your market research, you hire a coach, hire somebody, take courses and then get started. And you can't mess it up. Be okay with being messy. Be okay with being vulnerable because the more you share your story, and who you are with the world and your audience, the more you will cultivate that confidence and that intimacy with your audience and that brand, which is what you want to create more diversity, credibility, and choice. Gotcha. Now, Tally, let me get a little bit more clarity on on exactly what you're saying, because I know for me, the more that I just did, even though I started feeling like it was messy and crazy, the more I did, the more clarity I got, the more the audience started telling me, no, oh, this is what I want, or this is what I like. And it started becoming more and more clear. Is that what you're saying? Absolutely. You've got to start. Yes. The hardest part is getting started. It's that first step. It all starts with a single task, a single step at a time. I know it sounds like uber cliche, but it's really true. The biggest advice that I could give somebody right now who's starting is to stay out of the mechanics and hold the vision. This is where I want to go. And I'm going to let go of the tedious details of perfecting, having everything to be perfect. I'm always fixing to get ready to do something kind of thing. Start, start, be messy. You can pivot. You can start over. I know incredible professionals who've been, who've worked with some of the biggest brands in the world, BMW, Coca-Cola, even myself with executives that I work with from Nike, et cetera, who have had incredible careers. But when it comes to actually building their personal brands, they've navigated and traversed many different categories in exploring what they feel they can truly offer and how they can break through to find that gap for themselves. And it's different for everybody. So they've got to definitely hone in, but first you got to get started so you can see where those gaps are, but you can't if you don't get started. Exactly. How can we break up the monotony and gain clarity in the story? So, So here's seven tips for clarifying your message. You clear over clever, less is more, use attention grabbing words, Don't use a $5 word when a $1 word will work. Read it out loud to yourself, write like a fifth grader, write like you would talk to your grandma. Simplify, dumb it down, don't be fancy. And then think about those three questions of who is this for? How do I want them to feel? And what's the lesson? Yeah, exactly. So how do you actually figure out your messaging pillars? So say we've gotten started and we know we want to go in this particular niche. How do we figure out the pillars from there? Great question. You have your pillars, your content pillars, the three things that you talk about, and then you have five subtopics underneath each pillar. Between those subtopics, you're going to ask yourself, how do I want my audience to feel? And how do I want to achieve this message through entertainment? education or inspiration. You're talking about the feeling space here. If it's entertainment based, short, punchy laughter. If it's education based, think about how people 
receive information and how they learn it. There's this really great breakdown of how we learn, which is through story listening. We retain 10% of what we read. We retain 20% of what we hear. We retain 30% of what we see, 50% of what we see and hear, 70% of what we say, and 90% of what we do. And we remember a majority of that through story. That's the power of it. So when in doubt, infuse something personal into the message. So what's the lesson? How do I want to achieve this lesson? And how do I want people to feel? Ask yourself those three questions. And what's like the one-two punch platform to get this message across? Not all content is created equal. Content doesn't thrive on every platform the same. You have to ask yourself what platform is best suited for the content that I'm going to deliver or the lesson that I'm going to deliver or the message that I want to deliver. I like that. When I ask or I'm working with my clients now, even when I'm working with other brands, I work people backwards and you want to ask yourself, what journey am I taking my customer on or my, my potential client on? What journey am I taking them on? What transformation am I giving them? So from point A to point B in the middle, there's a transformation. What is that? You want to ask yourself what problem you're solving potentially. And this is another kind of cliche thing, but it's cliche because it's true. If you're not solving a problem for somebody, then maybe the problem you're solving is the way that you collate information in a concise, clear format for people to be able to receive it. Maybe that's your superpower is you've got to find what you do differently from somebody else and then move towards that. But you wanna figure out what problem you're solving first, what you see your audience or ICA, the mistakes they're making, then you wanna think about their goals, and then you wanna think about your solution and their objections. So you've got problems, mistakes they're making, their goals, your solution, and their objections. So what does that actually look like? Mm -hmm. So I do X for Y to solve Z, right? Instagram binomial, where we solve for X. Let's say you are a personal brand coach. I'll just take myself. Personal brand coach. And the the transformation I give people are the fundamentals to build the brand of you with clarity, messaging, and mindset. By the end of the time we're working together, they will have a very clear idea of what their who, what, how, whatever mission, value, DNA, POV, positioning, differentiation is. Niche ICA for them to get started to build the brand with impact for the world. So basically build a brand you love being yourself. That sounds pretty good. So how do we do that? Uh I have to make sure that I'm really clear on what problem I'm solving. The problem I'm solving for them is people get too confused. They don't know where to start. They get overwhelmed. They don't know how to, uh, the difference between branding and marketing. They don't know the difference between brand story and storytelling. They don't know even what a personal brand is, or they don't know how to scale fast or how to come up with an offer. So I'm gonna talk to all of those points. So the mistakes most people make is they overthink, they don't get started, they perfect, they worry too much about their feed, they don't create authority from themselves, they don't know what their uh, 10% edge is. Their goals are to have more financial freedom, to work for themselves, to maybe for women retire their husbands, to be able to not trade time for dollars anymore. My solution is courses, coaching, et cetera, right? So work one-on-one for me, digital courses, education, and free content that I'm giving out. Their objections is, oh, I can't afford that. Where, what does it look like five years from now? They, maybe they're future tripping or they're overwhelmed. I'm not good with tech. So my job is to make all of that very easy for them. 
Yes. So basically what you're saying is, of course, reverse engineer and take their problems and speak with solutions to what they're already thinking and what they're saying and what you're hearing from them. In short, talk to their worst nightmare and their biggest dreams. I love that. If you can talk to those points, you're basically talking to their higher self and what they're really afraid of. That's a gap between those two things. You want to fill that gap with you and your solution and your brand. Okay. So when we're getting clear in our messaging, some of the problems are that people don't even have a title that they can sit with. There's five different titles. How do you simplify that and actually make that title more clear? Yeah. Great. So let's take Jake, for example, right? Let's meet Jake. He's I'm a web designer. I'm a Google ad word specialist. I'm an SEO expert. I'm a digital marketing guru and I'm best at everything. Hire me. So right. you, come across Jake, you come across Jake and you're like, okay, Jake, what is it that you really do? So mm-hmm. Jake has a niching problem. He hasn't established an expertise, like a one rabbit down the rabbit hole kind of thing for people to trust and believe that he knows what the hell he's talking about. So Jake is offering too many things. Jack of all trades, master of none doesn't yeah. get you really anywhere. It basically makes you okay at a lot of things and not great at one thing. What Jake doesn't know is if he focused in on the solution or the transformation he's actually doing with these things, and he picked one thing, people would ask him if he does a hundred other things because they trust him so much. It's, oh, do you know how to do this? Do you know how to do this? So let's break down what each one is. So Google AdWords is visibility and traffic. Web design, visibility and traffic. Digital marketing, visibility and traffic. SEO expert visibility and traffic. So the common denominator basically for Jake is I make your brand popular. Mm. That's interesting. You have my attention, right? (laughs) I love that. Now, how can somebody else do that? So one of the biggest issues I see, or let's say stuck points I see with the clients that I work with, they're very high performing, very smart, and they have a plethora of skills that they want to showcase. They want to teach the hundred percent, but people don't know how to take all of that on. And it's very hard to establish authority if you're trying to teach hundred percent of everything. So a lot of times with clarity, it's about reducing the noise to get down into the 5% of what you can teach. So people can take small bites of things. That's why micro or bite-sized lessons end up working really well. So for example, so let's meet Felicia. Right. So let's Felicia. Hey girl, (laughs) Felicia. I'm a producer. I'm an actress. I'm a model, writer, singer. I can do it all. Hire me. Mm. No one hires Felicia. Bye Felicia. Let's take a look though at what she's actually doing with being a producer, an actress, a writer, et cetera. Producing structures story. Actresses perform a story. Models convey a story. Writers tell stories and singers sing stories. So what is Felicia really doing? She's telling a story. (laughs) Meet Felicia. I get your story heard, ready to get started. Beautiful. Beautiful. That's more interesting to me than saying I do all of these things because what Felicia is inviting me to do now is get into conversation with her on how I can be seen. So it's almost like you're creating this crazy curiosity Mm -hmm. that tagline in itself is enough to spark curiosity. And that's really powerful. That's like clarity 101 is can you get 
the people you're talking to, the audience that you're talking to, to see themselves in what you're sharing. Dumb it down. So five-year-old language, if you explained it to an 80-year-old and a five-year-old, is the story the same? Does it land the same way? Do they understand what you do? That's messaging 101 when it comes to actually, so I get your story heard. Oh, that sounds wonderful, darling. Can you explain more of what that is, right? Or I help digital creatives or entrepreneurs get their story heard on social media. And then you could write through X, Y, Z. So simplify it, find the least common denominator in all the titles, and then find the through line to say it in one sentence. That becomes basically your elevator pitch or your high concept pitch for your brand. So if you meet somebody in a stranger, like whatever, what do you do? I do this. Boom. Mm. That's what you want to be able to answer. Gotcha. Okay, guys. So that is your 20 second spiel and make that your voice. And there's your clarity, right? So find the least common denominator out of all the things that you, all the titles and things that you think that you offer, find the correlating word and build your message on that one word. In Felicia's case, it was story. In Jake's case, it was visibility. Mm -hmm. So how do I make your brand visible? How do I tell your story? For me, personal brand coaches are a dime a dozen. Everyone is like coaching on this. So what is the one thing that can stand me out? If I just said it in one word, what would that be? Brand of you. People get it. Oh, that's Mm -hmm. cool. Brand of you. And then it's who's that for? And then the second part of that is what problem are you actually solving for them? like taking the overwhelm out of building the brand of you. Gotcha. So your superpower is what it is that makes you unique and actually putting that into your title. Your superpower is different than I think what people actually realize their superpower is. A lot of the time people's superpower is, again, what we broke down with Felicia. It's in, it's actually the way you break down what it is each keyword is. So she's not going to say she's a storytelling expert, but by breaking down producer, actress, model, writer, singer, she ends up saying, I get your story heard. And therefore she could stake storytelling expert, visual storytelling expert. Mm -hmm. So you want to look for the thing that you, that kind of lives in the unseen. That's why you got to do a little bit of work on it and break down each thing that you're doing. And a lot of the times it's your weakness people's presumed weakness becomes their superpower. Mm. So if it becomes, oh, I'm an introvert, I'm really shy. That's great because now you can help introverts start their personal brands. What you think your weakness becomes your strength and that inevitably becomes your superpower. Does that make sense? It makes clear sense. I love that. That right there simplifies so much because I know that our listeners are gonna be like, okay, so how can I do this? How can I figure it out? But when with you saying your weakness is a lot of times really what our superpower is that separates because it's very easy for us to pick ourselves apart. So it makes it easier to find what our superpower is because we do a good job at picking ourselves apart. Not that we should, but we can do a pretty good job at doing it. (laughs) Start with your own SWOT analysis. Again, if you, if you say it's so interesting when you ask people, what are the one things you love about yourself? They'll tell you all the things they don't like about themselves. So if you start, it ends up being the opposite. So if you start with all of the things that like, I call them, it's a little bit of that imposter syndrome. Oh, I, I don't have this. I don't have a degree or I'm not this, or I haven't done this. Okay. So in, invite all the villains to the table. Mm-hmm. What is the worst thing people are going to say about you? And just write it down and let it rip. Uh-huh. Okay. 
Now that, now how has your life changed? If everyone knew that about you, how would your life change? Not at all. Not at all. Doesn't matter. Oh, so it's not real. Great. So now you can take all those perceived weaknesses and say, okay, how can I turn this into an asset for my business? Mm. You say this afraid to show up on camera. Yeah, me too. I was horribly and painfully shy. I was insecure about my looks, my acne, my, this Mm -hmm. here's how I overcame it. Powerful. Who can relate to that? Oh, I'm overweight. And I was terrified to be on camera. I have a stutter and I'm afraid that I'll stutter on camera. Great. But I did it anyway. We are the heartbeat of our own humanity is how we root for the underdog. So the more that you can use your weaknesses as a strength to leverage your brand and your brand story, the more people are going to fall in love with you because you're not perfect. And that's where they can see themselves. That is at the heartbeat of messaging. It's called reflective messaging. It's when people can see themselves in you. And that's when you start to actually transcend whatever product you're selling and you start to really connect with people. Gotcha. And the key to that is just being transparent about our own struggles, right? Yes, exactly. Vulnerable, real, authentic use. What's the worst thing that people can say about you as an advantage. I go back to the Eminem eight mile moment where at the very end of his battle, he's talking with a friend of his and he's like, Hey, what are you going to say in your battle? When what's his face comes after you for all the things that have happened the last couple of months. And he was like, Oh yeah, I didn't think about that. And so what happened in that moment is he ended up calling himself out and the other guy had nothing to say because Mm -hmm. he had already owned his story so passionately. He owned it. If you don't own your story, you can't rewrite where it goes and you can't write where the story ends. But if you own it and you're not afraid of it, you can create whatever ending you want because no one else is going to be able to take your power away because you've already faced everything that you are and you've embraced it. That's like at the heart of any brand story is just saying, yeah, I'm not perfect. And I used to try to impress my boss. So I laughed at all of his jokes, or I wanted to look like I was a big friggin' deal with my other business. So I used to pretend to do this and here's where it got me. That's where you actually end up like really creating super fans because they trust you. So it's, it's like story, it's vulnerability begets vulnerability. So owning your story, being vulnerable and unafraid, inviting all your villains to the table. What's the worst thing they can say about you navigating your own weaknesses, turning them into a strength, turning that into a powerful message that magnetizes people who will want to work with you and buy your products and then funnel all of that into a brand story that no one can run away from. Mm, So powerful. You know what? I'm very interested in knowing what our audience is thinking. So this is our interactive segment. So if you're listening in real time, go to the IG stories at the total fit boss chick. And we're going to have this poll question listed. Have you identified your superpowers? And if you aren't listening in real time, no worries, check the IG highlights and you can see the responses to the poll questions and still weigh in and see the result. So Tally, I am so glad that you put that out there as far as bringing the villains all to the house and inviting them in, say, sit down, eat with me. And then I'm going to tell everybody how afraid I was of you. Now, what about if you're still in your journey and you're still struggling? Do you share that as well? hundred percent. The more that you can name the shame, the faster you'll be able to transcend it. By the way, no one ever escapes this because that level of what will other people think about me and people's opinions keeps people playing small, no matter what level you're at. Oh, I have a $1 million business. I have a $10 million business. I have a hundred million dollar business. 
And I still feel burnt out, tired, exhausted, and I'm not sharing enough of myself because I'm afraid of what my peers will think of me, or I have imposter syndrome or this, that will never go away. No matter how many zeros you add onto your business, the more that you can face the feelings and the fears that you have in the moment, the quicker you move past it because your relationship with fear and imposter syndrome and villains and all that stuff changes because you've seen it before. You're like, oh, I've seen this movie. I know what to do. I'm going to do this and this. I take a break. I get into nature. I take care of myself. I check in. I keep myself surrounded with people who see me and support me and know where I'm headed. And you hold on to your vision. The reason why very few people really make it as a personal brand is because it's their self-belief and they're really afraid to be seen and witnessed. So Brene Brown's perfect example. She was hyper academic and was happy to say a university educator did a little TEDx thing. She didn't think anything of it went viral whole life changed. She got confronted majorly with who she is and her levels of vulnerabilities and care and perfectionism and all of that stuff and traversed it, transcended it. And then her whole life opened up when she's very introverted, requires a ton of alone time. And she's still to this day, she knows the work. She knows that at the heart of everything we're hungry for with these are her words is joy connection and everything else is vulnerability. Like the more I share it, the more people will relate with me and the more people I can have an impact on. And that's really what people want. They really want to have an impact. They want to contribute and they want their message to be heard. So they feel like they're leaving something behind that isn't just like I worked, I saved money and then it all was over. Gotcha. What are we really doing here? For example, my audience, their biggest pain point is they know they're built for more and they don't know how to get there. They know they're built for more. If you're listening to this, you do too. You're built for more. And you're like, Tally's right. Like, how do I reach my full potential? That's a tough one. That for me is reason why I'm so driven to do what I do, because I understand what it's like to just fall short. Like I can see the version of myself. I'm over there. And then I'm here. How come I can't close that gap? What's the deal? If I don't to start being brave and bold with my life and putting myself out there, I'm never going to get there. Right. Yes. You're saying we just have to just go out in bravery in order to get there. And there's and no just, other way. Yeah, <laughs> there is. I will say there is a lot of other ways you can put content out. You can not make video of yourself. You can have pictures. You can totally have a brand without showing your face a lot. You can, however, it's called a personal brand. So if you're not willing to put your person first in your brand, you in your brand, then at some point you're going to reach an edge. You're going to reach an edge that's going to ask more of you, Mm -hmm. right? Not like you have to do more. It's just going to ask you're at the top of this bandwidth. What are you going to do next? Like, where are you going to go from here? It's always an inside job. How big or how expansive can you get? How vulnerable can you get? I'm not talking about like sharing all these details of your past. Mm -hmm. You can share your process and be really vulnerable and share what you know with where you're at and have a tremendous impact in people's lives. Mm -hmm. Because there's always going to be somebody who's a step behind you who needs to hear that message at that time. Gotcha. Okay. So when you are dealing with those people that are that step behind you and they need to hear that message at that time, how do you continue to bring them along? How do you grow that brand direction? So this comes down to product offer. So for me, I may think that I only want to talk to a certain type of person and my message can talk to that person. 
However, who is that person two versions from them? So when you do your ICA work, your ideal customer avatar, your ideal target avatar, you're going to focus the bullseye, right? I want to talk to Sandy, who's 34 and this, but there's something else I call the shadow avatar, which is two to three other customer profiles that may not be where Sandy is. So for example, Sandy is ready to leave her nine to five and start a personal brand. And she's ready to invest $2,000 to be able to do that. Sandy would be a great candidate for an academy. She's ready to go all in. She's going to go three months and do a 12-week program and just do the damn thing. Let's say Janet is can't quite afford that, but she needs some fundamentals on how to get her brand started. She would be great for, let's say, an accelerator where it's maybe six weeks and it dives into the fundamentals and... She, from there, will have a good base to either level up to the academy or go on her own and start putting the pieces together and maintain maintenance with either coaching or ongoing value from the content that you put out that's free. Then there's somebody who's new, who's like in the arts and really needs a more toned down version of that accelerator. Maybe there's a boot camp. Maybe that's a couple hundred, bu- couple hundred bucks. So this is products we offer. This is where you want to get very clear on different price points, opening price point, high ticket item. So there could be something else that you have that's $97. And then you have a plethora of free stuff, right? So I have a blog, I have resources. I have my Instagram page, which is full of value. It's mental. And then you start a podcast like you that offers all this amazing value information. You go on Clubhouse, you start one of those and you just create content that's for fun and for free that is able to reach people and they could put together their own pieces to create their personal brand from there. So really critical to have a very clear idea of yes, you know exactly who you're talking to. And then the two to three other customer profiles that you have created as well. And then you talk to their, their price points and their pain points. So you want to have a tier opening price point, high ticket offer. And all of that is based on how much time of yourself you're getting, but make sure that it all falls under the brand that you're creating. So brand of you, for example, for me, there's three to four different offers that people at any given price point that people can tap into, help them move their journey along. For example, Tal, you have given us some huge nuggets. We move into the mentoring moment segment. I would say, don't be afraid. Everyone has been in the position you're in. The only thing that's holding you back is getting started. That's the hardest part. It's not going to be easy. You're going, you're going to want to quit a thousand times. Don't. (laughs) Right. And you don't have to do everything at once. Gotcha. Just pick one platform. And just do that one and master it and learn about yourself in the process and enjoy the ride. That is so meaningful. So as I go into the, as we enter into the zone of the mentoring moments, I cannot wait to get your thoughts and share it with our audience with this particular question. What advice would you give your younger self? Oh, yes. Okay. There's enough time. Don't worry. You're going to be able to do it all. I could have told her anything, but she wouldn't have listened. But if it was this, you're going to come across some amazing teachers in your life. Listen, listen to your gut above all else, because it absolutely knows what's right for you. Never give up, even when it's hard and you'll have everything you want. Those things. Very intentful and purposeful. I love it. Perfect. Thank you so much for sharing and giving us so much of you. I know that our audience wants to know more and they want to learn more about Tally. So tell them where you can be found. 
That's awesome. You can visit my website at tallymiller.com. You can follow me on Instagram. You can follow me on Twitter and you can follow me in my Facebook group at uh, the Tally Miller Brand Experience. And I always answer DMs. You can shoot me an email and I'm also starting a room in Clubhouse called the Clarity Club. So I'm everywhere. You can't miss me. And I look forward to connecting with you. Sounds good. Thank you. Thank you. As always, thanks for listening. And if you got value out of the show, please show us some love and rate us by going to ratethispodcast.com backslash Total Fit Boss Chick. You're listening to the Total Fit Boss Chick podcast. Bye for now.